Hey guys, welcome to Angie Monroe's second podcast. And today I've got the lovely Holly from Faces Consent. And today we're going to talk everything Faces Consent, really get a, a, an insight to what Faces is all about. So over to you really, Holly. Tell us, for those of us that don't know, who Faces Consent are and how it began. Amazing. First of all, Andy, thank you so much for having me on. This is so strange because um, for those of you who have seen my Faces podcast, I've never been a guest before. So this is like, this is really <laughs> weird for me. I feel super nervous. So I understand how everyone else feels when they come on. Um, but yeah, so just to give you some background into Faces. So we are a software company. Um, and FACES is designed for aesthetic practitioners, beauticians, tattooers, hairdressers, anyone in, in the kind of aesthetics and beauty field. Um, and it's essentially um, an app um, and a software for practitioners to run their business from. So we have everything from a booking system to pharmacies you can purchase your prescription and non-prescription items from, wholesalers, we have a finance option, hundreds of fully insured consent forms that you can send to your clients prior to them coming in for treatment, whatever that treatment may be. The list is endless, to be honest, in terms of what FACES can offer. Um, but essentially, it's the ultimate tool for you to run your aesthetics or beauty business with. Um, so just to give you a bit of background as to how it all started, mm -hmm. uh, FACES, I think, is about four years old now, so still relatively young. Um, it's like a little baby. Um, I love and that. Faces was. I know it's really it's really quite new, but we've grown um, a lot over the last, particularly the last year, I would say. Yeah, because the aesthetics um, industry is so big now. I know exactly, and, and we're just trying to keep up with the demands and the needs of what what practitioners and the industry need, um, in terms of how we can be better and how we can develop the software. Um, but it was co-founded by Ashley Simpson Davis and Ben O'Brien. So um, Ashley is a nurse practitioner. Mm -hmm. So he basically started aesthetics around, I think, six years ago. Um, and Ben is his business partner. They've done various different um, businesses together. And Ash got into the aesthetics industry and he was running clinics from one side of the country to the other it was hectic they were doing so many different clinics um and uh, renting spaces in different in different um beauty salons and things and they were just completely fed up with the amount of paper and you know admin that was involved with running the business particularly because there's a lot. a lot of traveling exactly so they were like surely there's a better way that to do this you know why can't we just have an app or a software to store everything on because this is getting crazy you know they were losing bits of paper like it was just getting out of hand basically which i think um, a lot of people will be able to relate to um so faces started as purely a consent form app so that's that was kind of the sole purpose for it um and basically it's just kind of snowballed from there um and you know we've had investment obviously that the, we're doing quite well at the moment and every single thing that we add to faces in terms of features and development is very much based on what practitioners need and what they are looking for um to help running their business easier to take the stress out of the admin side but more importantly to safeguard clients as well 
That's super important, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. So we're partnered with various insurance companies. All of our consent forms are fully insurable. Um, All of our pharmacies we work with and wholesalers um, are all fully licensed. So you've got that peace of mind that anything you order for your clinic from Faces um, is a legitimate product. Um, And yeah, we're, we're just continuing to grow and it's just super exciting. Fantastic. Yeah, well, I think it's really important to know the kind of like the history behind a company, because I guess like with Faces Consent, like many of us practitioners will know who Faces are, but we might not necessarily know the backstory. And it's interesting that you say that the background is nurse practitioner. So they, they kind of know, don't they, really, that um, this is something that is hugely needed within the industry and really important so i guess that was their inspiration behind it a hundred percent so i think it's really important to to know if you don't already like you say that it's designed for practitioners by practitioners you know ash wasn't always a nurse practitioner um he was he not degree no so he he was a non-medic up until about i think six months ago that's when he graduated wow nursing yes so um it was the reason for that wasn't anything to do with you know us thinking that medics should be doing this and non-medics shouldn't you know it's certainly not that Mm -hmm. it was just more to um to kind of help with that side of things to just see um from a medic's point of view how that could impact faces um but yeah he was a non-medical practitioner Wow. Uh, some time. Because at um, the moment within the industry, sorry to interrupt you, Hal, uh, there's such a massive deal with kind of medic, non-medic. How do you find that within faces? Do you come across that a lot uh, yourselves? Yeah, absolutely. So I would say around 80% of our users, so um, practitioners who use faces, obviously it's not just for aesthetics. So we do obviously have to um, mm-hmm. consider that as well. Um, but it's around 80% of our 95,000 users are non-medical practitioners. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so a really that surprised large percentage. Me. But like, yeah, that, that also will include people like hairdressers, you know, those who right. don't even do aesthetics. Mm-hmm. Plus as a non, non-medical practitioner. Right, okay. Um, but it is, it is very much um, non, non-medical practitioner-led, but I think that's just down to the industry on a whole, to be honest. Um mm-hmm. I think you know, there are so many non-medical practitioners within this industry. Um, I feel like my position, because I'm, I'm neither, so I'm, well, I'm not a medical professional, nor am I a practitioner, is that as long as the client's safety is put before everything else, and the practitioner is putting that first, is mm-hmm. putting their clinic um, with that in mind, you know, taking the right precautions when it comes to hygiene, when it comes to ordering mm-hmm. safe products, having a prescriber, all of those things, taking consent, obviously, as long as the practitioner is doing all of those things and they are insured and have the relevant training, then personally, I don't think it matters whether you, you do have a medical background or not. Um, I totally agree with I you. Think... That's, it's just important basic ethics for everyone, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And I think I've talked about this quite a lot in my, on my podcast recently, just with the, the new regula- regulations sort of potentially coming in and what's been announced. 
Um, and, you know, I speak to so many incredible people who have been in this industry for years, who do all of those things, who potentially even already have their premises license because they do mm-hmm. things like electrolysis or um, semi-permanent makeup, as well as aesthetics. Mm. And, you know, why, why are those people being disregarded or put into a pile to say, actually, you can't do these treatments anymore? Um, and I, I think it, it's not only the the kind of aspects of the medic and non-medic situation, it's more the, the bullying that comes with it, I think. Yeah, um, I see, a, I which, see which, a lot of this. Yeah, it's, and I'm not saying that all medical professionals are like that because, you know, they absolutely are not. I've spoken mm-hmm. to many, many medical professionals who really, really do back non-medical professionals. But I think that there is a lot of bullying online, you know, people saying, you've not got this kind of background, so you can't do treatment. Um, and that's what isn't okay because... No, I you agree know, with it, you. It's not... I find yeah, that. So, um... <laughs> Sorry, say that again, Hull. I was just waiting for you to say something lovely. Oh, okay, yes. So, uh, what I was going to say is, um, I find a lot being a an aesthetics practitioner myself. I find that um, people that are horrible to say non medics or other people online is. Um, that they're the sort of people that unfortunately are using being a medic as, um, shall we say, as a marketing technique. It it really blows my mind. It really does. Yeah, absolutely. Because I think there's there's bad medical professionals. There's bad non medical professionals. Mm. But there's also good of them. Um, and you know, who you can't put every single person on a scale and judge them by their background as to whether they're a good practitioner or not you know it's really down to like i said before client safety ensuring you're ordering the the right product ensure ensuring that you have insurance that you have relevant training that you're putting safety for yourself and your clients before absolutely everything um and you know think it we all know anyway you don't learn Mm -hmm. aesthetics if you do a nursing degree you know i understand there are many many positives in terms of having that um, background with um, the anatomy and even injecting but aesthetic is not the same as working in a hospital you know agreed if you went to a hospital with a vascular occlusion the hospital wouldn't stop hyaluronidase in order to rectify no. that complication um so yeah and i think that that's my kind of thoughts on it but i just think safe practice is everything and there are like i said before there are so many incredible practitioners medic and non-medic who have been in this industry for a really long time and it is entirely unfair to to consider that their businesses or their the treatments that they offer can be stripped away from them like that i totally agree with you holly well i guess with with that in mind with the kind of up and coming uh, pending regulations how do faces consent kind of fit into that how how will that change for faces if if at all? If I'm being honest, I think it's I think just like everyone else, you know, we we don't quite know just yet um, mm-hmm. because w- what we do know is that the aesthetics industry is still um, a hugely growing and ever changing industry, and regardless of regulation, um, it is still it is still going to be. 
Um, mm-hmm. Let's say, for example, um, it, non-medical practitioners are required to have a prescriber on site mm-hmm. to oversee their treatments, which is something that has been discussed. I think a lot of a lot of practitioners will drop off in terms yeah, 100%. of offering treatments. It will be those like yourself who want to, first of all, continue running their business. Secondly, are willing to obtain licensing if that is what is to come in mm-hmm. um, or gain a level seven or whatever qualification it is that comes in. I think that there will be practitioners who will drop off. However, those who are those who are doing things correctly currently, it shouldn't really be a problem for anyone. Um, you know, they're still gonna they're still gonna be practitioners who need to purchase products, who need to fill out consent forms, who need to store everything um on a software like faces. Um, but I think more importantly, we're a free app as well. So um in case and, anyone and that, didn't know that, and you know, we are that's the beauty of it, isn't it? It is completely free. It's the information is all there for for someone to use it it's it's all pre-done and you can edit it as you you see fit to suit the business yeah so, so it's not as though you know we're, we're going we have ninety five thousand mm-hmm. users now and then actually when regulations come in people are going to cancel their subscription to faces because it, it doesn't work like that because we are free but what it does mean is we can use use regulation um, and whatever does come into play to adapt faces in terms of what practitioners then will need you know it might be that I don't know just for argument's sake we need a we need a licensing portal or you know Mm -hmm. we need to work with local councils in order to um, ensure that practitioners know exactly how to obtain licensing and what to consider you know it might be that we implement something into the app regarding that I don't know Um, but we just like we've adapted to the needs of practitioners to this day we will continue to do that um regardless of what happens because the the industry is still going to be booming regardless it's just a waiting game to to find out kind of Uh, where everybody i totally agree with you i guess sort of like for those that might not know obviously i i use faces consent myself so i know exactly the features and the benefits but if there was a practitioner that was just starting out that didn't know too much about faces uh tell us a bit about how um faces consent can be uh, a bit more beneficial to them and their business yeah absolutely so i'll uh, i mean I can, I can talk about faces for hours and the <laughs> thing is although i work for faces and i'm part <laughs> of the team i'm not biased because mm-hmm. even you know, if I didn't work for faces anymore, I would still rant and rave about this software because I just, sometimes I sit back and I think, you know, how would a practitioner do all of this without faces? Like it really just blows my mind. Mm. So um, I've worked with hundreds of practitioners who are new to the industry who have just done their qualifications and they're feeling very overwhelmed and like confused as to how to manage everything, not only just perform the treatments but run their business. Um, and what I will say is Facebook has everything that you need. You know, we have um, a services section where you can contact insurance providers straight from your Faces app or your Faces account if you want to use the desktop version. Uh, we have waste management systems and sharp box collections that you can, again, contact through your app. Um, we prompt you to um, 
What's the word? Oh my god. <laughs> I'm glad we can We prompt you to renew your insurance as and when you that do, yes. Out. I get those notifications. Um, really helpful because I think it's something that just will kind of slip your mind, you know, when you unless you've got it in your diary. Um, everything that you possibly could need for your clinic can be purchased through faces. So you're not gonna have to register with 10 different pharmacies and wholesalers and be like ordering things from different websites. You can order everything you need from prescription items. So your toxins, your vitamin injections, needles, you can buy stinks on there now. Wow, I didn't know that. <laughs> Grubs, everything you need can be purchased through faces. Um, in order for anyone to use that feature with the app, we do require your insurance document, training certificate and photo ID, just so we can obviously mm -hmm. um, approve that you are insured and have the right training. Um, but we do also register you with 14 different pharmacies at the same time. So wow, that's a lot, isn't it? Yeah, I think we only had like that's four good. this time last year, but we've got, I think, 14 now, um, which is crazy. And it's amazing because it's it means practitioners can compare the prices between different pharmacies when they're purchasing their products. So I think that's the main thing, you know, it's extremely expensive when you're getting set up as a practitioner when you're just qualified, you know, I think buying everything, you know, paying for your insurance, getting your clinic set up or your room, it can be extremely costly. So having that option to compare prices between 14 different pharmacies is just incredible because it means it's you're very always helpful, get the best isn't it? Back. Yeah, exactly. And you know you're not being overcharged for something because you can compare. Um, I feel like I've gone off on it a little bit of a tangent. Oh yeah, with your consent forms, obviously that's where we all started. We've got hundreds of fully insured consent forms on there. So no matter what treatment you've trained in, you can go onto Faces and you can guarantee there is a fully written out consent form ready for you so you're not going to have to google it or try find one online mm -hmm. they're all there um ready for you to use and any that aren't on there all you've got to do is let us know and we'll get it added for you and that can happen within like 24 hours wow that's a quick so, turnaround um, isn't it yeah yeah because we know we know that you guys when you need something you need it so are you sure of that <laughs> yeah uh, it's like we, get it we need it yesterday <laughs> Uh, so you... um, another thing... Oh, sorry, lovely. Go on. That's all right. Go on. You carry on. I was just going to say another thing is that um, is our support team as well. So we have an incredible support team. If you need any help with your app, you don't know how how it works. We'll guide you through everything, so you know um, how everything works. We we also have our booking system on that. Oh my god! See, I could talk about it for <laughs> Um, but even if you have questions on industry, on products, on just general questions, we're here to support you. Um, and I like to think that when you're a Faces user, you're part of a community as well. Absolutely. Um, In that. my experience of using Faces, and if I've ever had like a an issue that it's normally very minor, but if I did, I'd reach out to your customer services and they're on it straight away it's been sorted so it's it's really good support i think also what's worth mentioning is the fact that you do offer buy now pay later so for those that are practitioners they have the option don't they to allow their customers to spread the cost 
Yeah, a hundred percent. And that, the re one of the reasons why we partnered with Pay Later, well, the main reason was we we we're in a cost of living crisis. We knew mm. that practitioners and clients alike wanted to have access to something like this. So what the pay later finance option means is you can offer a split payment option to your clients so they can split the cost of their treatment between three, six, nine or 12 months. Mm -hmm. um, we don't charge any setup fees or any monthly costs. We just take a small percentage off the treatment price if someone chooses to, um, to use that, which is 10%. Mm -hmm. But what you'll find is, or well, what we found is a lot of practitioners wanted to offer a finance option or a split payment option. But if you go directly to some of these big finance companies like Klarna, ClearPay, even PayLater, you know, other um, finance companies out there, they'll charge you quite a big premium to Yeah, this, to sign this up. is what happened to me. And then when I found out that Faces Consent were doing it directly, I literally changed. It was the, the most sensible option. Yeah, exactly. And your, your clients can do it straight through their consent form. So again, it, we we noticed it was something practitioners wanted, and we just made it happen. Um, mm -hmm. Same as you know, a recent issue was oh, I can't get clients in. I don't know how to get the how to build my client base. Mm -hmm. We've developed our booking system now so that clients can actually search on the Faces website for um, a treatment or a clinic or a location. And they can see all of the faces verified practitioners in their area offering that treatment that they're looking for. That's so really good, isn't it? it? Yeah, exactly. So that is going to give you access to new clients as well, because clients will be able to find you on there. Um, but also in conjunction with that, the booking platform is so much better now. So you, everything is controlled through your faces diary on your dashboard. Um, your clients can book into your booking link, which then goes directly onto your calendar they receive their consent forms already they can pay their deposit it's just yeah so much better and it, it it's just there to help you guys save time it's such a one-stop shop solution isn't it it's got everything that you need i mean here's just a random question uh, for you holly if i was to give you a million pound today to invest into faces what would you do where would oh, you spend it? <laughs> the, the, the list is endless. So first of all, um, we are actually in the process of developing Faces version two. Oh, so it's exciting! Like, it, it is like Faces on steroids. It is. Oh my god! Be I'm so excited for this. So it's it's got everything that we currently have. We've got added features again, which are just going to be incredible. But the way it looks is just like, it's just so, so good. So that is currently in development. I would pile a load of money into our development team and be like, guys, get it done now. <laughs> That's the first <laughs> thing I would do. Secondly, um, oh God, a million pounds. Because I think, how far would a million pounds even go? Depends what you're spending it on. Far, I, <laughs> I would. So this is just something personal. So yep. my bosses would probably be like, I would organize a faces retreat because or Ooh. faces like or like a huge networking event because I've spoken to so many practitioners who would just I know would absolutely love that just for everyone mm -hmm. to meet in like a city or take everyone away on like a faces retreat and that that would just be like my dream to do that that would be so much fun 
I know. So that would cost at least half a million. No, I'm joking. Um, Easily. So I also, um, I want to see faces on a billboard somewhere. I want to see faces Ooh. in Times Square. Like, I don't know how beneficial that would be. Like, I see Seventy Hayal doing all their billboards, and I'm like, really? Who are you marketing to? The client or the black Because the world, seeing... world domination. <laughs> you're seeing a skin booster on a billboard. The clients even know like what that is or how to get that treatment. That's so, true. And how many practitioners are going to go past it? So that that's my thoughts on that kind of thing. But I would just, I just want to see faces absolutely grow and just continue dominating the aesthetics industry because I know that so many people benefit in a positive way from what we do and that clients and practitioners are like a hundred percent it's been really really beneficial yeah. for me and my business and I think I can speak for other practitioners just how much help faces have been for their business yeah it's it's honestly the feedback we get is incredible and you know the the work that goes into making it better is just in saying, you know, we're constantly asking for feedback. We're constantly are trying to be better, do better, give you guys. But that's the only way you can improve. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, I don't use the app every day because I don't need to. So that's why it's so important that we connect with you guys and really understand mm -hmm. the needs. So Definitely. What's the uh, future hold for faces? Like, wh where is the sort of, like, short and long-term plan? Obviously, you've got your... Um, version two coming out of the app but what's what's the kind of plans what what can practitioners uh, expect so um i don't know if it will be launched by the time this goes out it may be because i know it's about to be there's mm -hmm. two things here so first thing short term we have our own insurance company which Ooh, is about to launch that is going to be a good yeah. move yeah, so guys, if you've got your insurance running out at some point this year or early next year. I will be the first just, one getting yeah. a quote. <laughs> yeah, but I th the thing is, I think it's about to be launched. Ooh, um, great. I think, I think by the time it actually might be. So you'll receive emails and notifications on it anyway. Mm -hmm. So we've got that coming up. Um, we also have obviously Faces version 2, which won't be right now, but it is in the in the pipeline um oh, there was something else which i've just forgotten the booking platform is just going to continue getting better especially from the client's user experience as well so do we you want think you'll ever be on marketplace as in uh, so um a lot of booking systems have like a, a marketplace where a client can go to and search so like they can hunt for a a practitioner that does this particular service so it's basically um a way that a booking system would advertise is that something that faces might consider might do um well i would say our booking platform is kind of like that anyway so the, okay. the client can search treatment and the location but we're just going to continue improving that and making mm -hmm. it better we want it to basically be the booking.com for aesthetics that'll definitely give you more of an <laughs> to where we want um, yeah so and finally one of the big things which we are launching very very soon is every user will be able to 
developed their own website so their own oh. um like actual website through faces which will link to their that is a system. really good idea yeah so every all the information you input into faces so about your treatments about your clinic all of that will basically go onto your website and a website will be developed so you can have like angiemonroe.com basically or whatever oh that's um, amazing i've tried this four different practitioners mm-hmm. currently um and we are going to be rolling it out to everyone else so yeah just super super exciting um again like this will just save you so much money because you won't even yeah. need to create or pay for a developer you know you you can literally have your own website from us so that is which super, makes complete sense doesn't it it really kind of holds to that one stop solution that faces have so it really is uh, yeah. i think it's a really exciting time for you guys and also people that use faces yeah yeah exactly and um obviously i've got my faces future group uh, which you're a part of yes so i am we've got, we've got practitioners part of our group who are going to be trialing and testing all of these new things which is super exciting so um we just know that you know you guys who use faces like i say your feedback means everything so we want to ensure that you know features work when we when we launch them that De- you know, definitely um and yeah so so many more exciting things to come probably more that i probably i might not even know about <laughs> like the development team and ash and ben are constantly in meetings and things and there's probably loads that i don't even know about but those are the things which we do have coming up which is mega exciting definitely so um for those actually i should have asked you this at the beginning but for those that don't know what is your exact role within faces just so people kind of get to know where you sit in the business yeah i think this is just a really funny question because I, you do I don't everything. really have a job title. <laughs> I, we are a small business in terms of the amount of people who work for bases. So mm-hmm. I think to work for any kind of tech startup, you do have to be very adaptable. Mm-hmm. So one minute I'm podcast host, one minute I'm customer service, one minute I'm you know getting new 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 vendors to and sellers to join bases and partner with yeah. us. Uh, my role is just really varied, um, but I, yeah, I think everyone just kind of knows me as Holly from Faces. And, yes, they do. You know, <laughs> I, if someone, I feel like I know so much about the app, but also my industry knowledge is, I would say it's pretty good. Um, yeah, you're, you're so, pretty up there with the knowledge, aren't you? You kind of know everything that you need to know. Yeah, and I think it's quite unusual to have someone like myself who has such a passion for aesthetics, but I'm not a practitioner. Because everyone yeah, always why are you not? Like, I don't, do you know what? <laughs> I, I genuinely don't think I would be any good at the actual physical aspects of in- injecting. I just, I, I, I'm quite like ADHD-ish. And okay. I feel like, I don't know, I just don't think I'd be good at it. I know I can learn, but yeah. I don't know. Like, maybe in the future, but to be honest, you never know. I, I like the kind of yeah, exactly. Oh God, can you imagine me trying to choose a training academy to go with? <laughs> Obviously, I have to go. Oh my God, I feel like I'd upset loads of people because they'd be like, "Oh, oh but... why is she not trained with my?" 
<laughs> Definitely. And then just be like, boom, here I am. <laughs> That's it. So, yeah, to put a long story short, my role within Faces is very varied, but um, I have great knowledge of the app. You know, I work really closely with the guys. And, yeah, I, I kind of just like to be the community person for Faces, you know, like someone who who can like put these podcasts out and provide information from like sort of an impartial point of view because I'm not a practitioner but I understand how everyone feels and of course um, yeah I just I I just love the industry basically what did you do before (laughs) faces so um my background is recruitment so that's my main um, that's what I used to do yeah but then I basically stumbled upon um, a position with Canvas. So Canvas is Faces sister company. Mm-hmm. So it's a clinic and training academy. It's Canvas Medical Group, um, who Ben and Ash co-own as well. Yes. Um, and that that the, the, the brand, the obviously the company that they were running before Faces when they decided to to bring Faces um, into the world. Um, so. It was actually through like an ex-boyfriend's mum. Like she asked and then she was like, oh my God, like you so get into that industry. Like, you know, you love your skincare, you love beauty, all of that. And at the time I was kind of thinking like, do I want to do recruitment forever? Yes, the money's good. I'm good at it, but I, I love this, this industry. And I never went to college and did beauty or anything like that. So I kind of took the plunge. Um, so I, was, I was running the training academy at Canvas for mm-hmm. about, a year or a year and a half getting students in organizing training really just learning about the industry and then it was about a year ago they were like do you want to come to faces so i was like yeah cool <laughs> here wow. i am wow i love that good for you yeah it's, it's, it's all by chance but i honestly i couldn't be happier to work within this industry like it's amazing you know i think so many people see it in such a negative light for many reasons and they see do it as like yes. a really negative but honestly when i have conversations with you and with other practitioners like it just i i feel like it's just incredible it, it's incredible like yeah it, it really really is like you're changing people's life on, lives on a daily basis i know, you know? it's it's so like, rewarding for all of us isn't it exactly like you know building people's confidence helping them with insecurities that they may have or you know i spoke to a a semi-permanent makeup artist yesterday and she said she tattoos um cancer patients eyebrows for free and she was just like wow that is just so rewarding oh it really is everyone needs this everyone needs this industry it's and it's so true. It does get a really bad reputation. Yeah, I think everyone thinks like, oh, aesthetics. Like, I don't know. You, you, I think a lot of people have this image of like just overfilled faces and mm-hmm. you know, kind of catching to it. And and yes, potentially there is some of that within this industry. But like, we we all want to look and feel good. And the fact that there are people out there like you who do that on a daily basis for people is just incredible. 
Yeah, it's such an amazing industry to be in. I absolutely love it personally and making other people feel better about themselves and just watching their confidence grow as they're just walking out of the door is is priceless. And to yeah. get kind of text messages saying, oh, my God, I'm so happy is so rewarding as a job. And, and that's as a whole, because although you're not a practitioner, you, you yourself and obviously faces as a whole contribute to that whole sort of story and that client journey yeah yeah it's, it's really nice to, to look at it like that as well and i think just just touching on regulation again i think that's another yes. thing but yeah all of these changes are coming in for client safety however are we not thinking about clients mental health for a second either because that's i know important. that you'll have clients who have been coming to you for years and years and years you know who have you've built up that trust, that relationship, you know, they wouldn't go mm -hmm. to anyone else because that no one else is you, right? Because mm -hmm. they love the service you give, you are amazingly talented. And to then say, oh, sorry, like you've got to go to Dr. So-and-so down the road now. Like yeah, that, that's gonna impact. That doesn't work. No. Yeah, like it's, it, yeah, it's, we need to think about that side of things, which is really important. I agree with you. It yeah. is, and like oh, the mental health of of clients is 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 so varied, and some people don't like change. And if regulation should go um, the opposite to what us non medics want, that's going to impact clients greatly. It really is. Absolutely, especially for those who you know clients who. Uh, initially nervous to get treatment as well which i'm sure you will have had where absolutely you know, they, they're, coming to they're really unsure if they even want the treatment and then they decide to get it and then you know you build that relationship from there for a lot of mm -hmm. people it will be like starting again it'll be like um, i don't know if i physically can go to someone else like you know i don't i don't know them i don't trust them like you know they don't know my face so many different aspects there really is, um, and I just, I just do hope that, like, um, when this outcome comes, that it works out for everybody involved, including the clients. Yeah, fingers crossed. Yes, fingers crossed fingers for that crossed. one. Well, Holes, thank you so much for being on here. Really, really appreciate you taking the time. I do have one last question for you. And you've been left with a question from my sister, okay, who was on my first podcast. She's a she's a psychologist. Yeah. And what I want to do at the end of every podcast is ask each guest to give me a question they would like me to ask the next person. So yeah. my sister has said, have you ever eaten a snail? <laughs> So random. Is it like, is there a secret message in that question? Like, well, I feel, I, mean I, feel, I feel that given that she's in the, the psychology remit, that maybe there is some underlining um, message about maybe trying something new that you've never tried. I don't know. I never really asked her, but, and she never kind of expanded oh. on it, but... <laughs> I actually, I don't think I have ever eaten a snail. Would you I'd ever? Be, I'd be up for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could be going to put them in like garlic butter. Like, Ooh, I love garlic. I would eat anything with garlic <laughs> in it. So, 
Maybe we could go to France and eat a snail with garlic. Oh my God, yeah, <laughs> please. Got some faces and treats. Absolutely, one. with that right. million million pound. <laughs> yeah, so, I think that will probably watch and be like, that is not what we do with a million pounds. Like, shut up. <laughs> Love that. So, so, <laughs> so if you could ask my next guest a question, what would that be? Oh my god, it's hard, isn't it? Yeah, because I want to do like a really good question. However, I think just a nice question. Okay. Because I think I'm someone who loves to like reflect and uh-huh. manifest, and you know, practice gratitude and stuff. So, my question would be to the next person: What has made you smile today? Oh, I love that. I love that. And that's that that's a really, really nice question. I think it's yeah, um disclaimer, they're not allowed to say coming on Andy's podcast. Ah, they've got ah, to ah. say something. <laughs> they they've got to give us a bit of meat, haven't they? Give us some context behind yeah. that yeah. answer. <laughs> and it might be it might be that actually, you know, if they're having a bad day, that might prompt them to think, do you know what, I need to do something today that's gonna to make me smile or make me feel good. Brilliant. I absolutely yeah. love that. Thank you so much for coming on to uh, my podcast today and being on the other side of things. <laughs> really appreciate oh, it. I don't know if I like